You're not getting any, Jimbo. Out of her face. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 175 with tired Jason Fitzgerald and uh, alert and uh, ready to roll, Randy? Always. We're dads. We got stuff to say, so listen up. It's been a long couple of days here at the uh, Fitzgerald front. Fort Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Fitzgerald what? Funhouse. What's the crisis du jour? No, 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 no crisis. It's just uh, just busy. Like, I, you know, I get up. I, uh, I've been trying to get a lot more exercise in, so I've been running in the uh, morning. Yeah. So I well, get up. It just sounds like you, not the household. No, no. <laughs> Let me finish. Okay, sorry. And... Uh, I'm trying to trying to get a little more healthy, right? So I'm only I don't know I don't know why because <laughs> uh, there well, has to be a background explanation to this <laughs> as you sip your beer. Well, that's the thing I was going to say is I only drink beer on uh, podcast nights, okay, and Thursdays and Thursdays at work at <laughs> and uh, daylight hours. This is the last beer that I have in my house. Really? Uh, yeah, no, yeah. So the last two beers I have drank in my house were uh, this one and the one I had last week at the when we recorded. Okay. So I, I got up, I've been getting up earlier. I've been running. And then I will go to work. Well, you know, do the morning routine, kind of get the kids on the bus, go to work, come home. And then I had a practice at 5.30 tonight. And that rolled by 5.30, 6.30, and then 6.30 to 7.30. And my wife went out for her birthday celebration, which was a couple weeks ago, but she got together with her girlfriends and they went out tonight. So, uh, literally we're passing on the street. So then I came home and I put the kids to bed and now I'm here to record. So it's, uh, been, that was today. Yesterday was, I got home from work, went right to school for, um, Back to back to teacher. What do they call it? Meet the teacher. Yeah, night. we got that yeah. coming. Well, yeah. they call it curriculum night now, I think. Well, all right. Well, I have, I think it's meet the teacher night because we go right to meet our, the kids' teacher. Okay. And I have two, two last night and I have one next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Too many, too many children. It's the problem. Um, yeah. So, so that's that. That's, uh, yeah. So two long days here. So I'm a little bit, a uh, little bit, uh, bleary eyed. The soccer is fun, but. Uh, that's wearing well, me out. once you get a routine down, I think uh, you get into the swing of things. I feel like, yeah, no, I hear you. That, I mean, I, I didn't have a similar, I guess I, everybody has a similar day, except I didn't yeah. run. Uh, but we crossed, my wife went out this evening as well. She's at another show. Another one? She likes going to shows. Wait, yeah. which one's she going to tonight? Well, a mutual friend, I, don't, I have no idea, I didn't actually ask, but it's in Cambridge. <laughs> So it's another hike, you know. It's another hike to get there. Yeah, should be should be home late, but I think uh, I think she powers through it so that in the morning she's not all cranky and then you know taking the uh, um the, the any gruff gruff from me, whatever the word is. Not that I would really give it. She gets up bright and early after the shows just to show that like, hey, it's not a big deal, right? Oh, really? It is I a think. big deal. <laughs> she's getting home you know late. I mean? The other one was in Providence, right? Uh, yeah, that was kind of dopey. I mean, driving, to, that's easily an hour and a half. Well, I don't know. How long? Mm, hour 15, but yeah, hour, it's, it's a, that's a long it's night. long. Because I bumped into somebody else last night who was at the same show. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I got home really late. <laughs> so. Who's pretty late? Oh, I'm sleepy too now. Uh, but that's, that's all boring stuff. I mean, everybody does this every day. Cross paths, you know, who's picking up who. Yeah. We're doing a little bit more of that, right? We've She's been working more. And uh, I'll tell you what, with the school drop-off, it's nice when the kids get older. So you throw your kids on the bus, which is good because they come right to your house. We don't, we've never taken the bus. Uh, we've always sort of brought them to school, bike to school, walk to school. And um, my lately this year, my son's school now starts earlier, right? So he's he can, well, he can get there pretty early. They just kind of hang out. So I usually get him there around... 7.40. And I've been going with the neighbor's kid. So the neighbor's kid, the neighbor, rides his bike over to our house, and then we all ride together. And I'm kind of not really even there anymore. They're just kind of going to school together, and I'm just sort of tagging along behind. So pretty soon, I think they'll be able to go alone. And that's it. They just get there, and I you know, say bye, have a good day, kids, and I turn around and leave, go to work. Uh, which is much 
less awkward or um, what do you call it? Troubling than my daughter's school, which is like you have to take them there and then escort them up to the door and then wait for the teachers to eyeball you, right? And then they get in a line and then you have to wave at the windows for a half hour. Uh, what? Why do you have to do all that stuff? You know, because they're little. Oh, 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 for the kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought the teacher was saying, I thought you were saying, like, that was, well, you do, you do have to, the kindergarten, you do have to hand them over to the teacher still. You can't just, like, abandon them at the school. What? Why? Yeah. I mean, if, if you put them on the bus, you can, because that's, that's pre designated abandonment from home. You just, bye, kids. Here's, yeah. Go with this bus driver, right? But, but the bus driver then just abandons them at the school. So what's they the do, same thing you were doing? But the teachers know the the buses get there also like right when school starts. Wait, so. so you're required to like escort the child down to the classroom and no, not to the classroom, just in the door. But if oh. we get there, I can't just get there early and be like, all right, you know, we're cool, we're here, see you later. I gotta oh, wait. Okay. But with the older kid, yeah. I mean, I could I could dump him off like twenty minutes early and he just goof around outside the school for a while. Oh yeah, they don't want you to do it early. Yeah, I understand. Now I yeah. get what you're saying. The, okay. the older kids, they don't care. They don't care where they go. They don't care. They, they, when school's over, the teacher's just like, hey, bye. Yeah. They go out They go out any which way they want. When they change buildings, it's a big deal. Okay. So you, you won't get this for a while because your buildings are more grades. Our building switches it between third and fourth grade. Yeah. And basically when the kids hit fourth grade, they're on their own. They can be on their own. Like... There's fourth graders showing up, just walking to school by themselves, biking to school by themselves. Oh, right. Well, I mean... It's great. I mean, I think it's great, but it's just interesting how the building determines their uh, independence. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we have that now. The kids just, even in, I don't know, youngest, how, I mean, they can just walk to school at any age, I guess, if they're young enough. I mean, if they're close enough. If they're, if they're young enough. <laughs> Do you think so? The school would be cool if you sent your kindergartner there by... By themselves? I mean, yeah, because I've seen the drop-off, crazy it is, and there's this, this, like, pit stop situation where the kid's like, Mom, get out! Yeah. The car doesn't even slow down. Yeah. yeah, basically, you know, they come in, lock up the tires, smoke, <laughs> and then peel out, you know? Yeah, they throw on the e-brake, but the front tires are still spinning. Yeah. yeah. They've, got the, they've got the hammer down. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. Right. Kid, like it's like it's kind of like a snap action as the car, right. back end of the car snaps just out. The kid goes the flying out. Just, yeah, they just they bump it. If you just hit it hard enough, it doesn't snap the axle, but yeah. just just enough to fly the kid. Yeah, out the, the kid door. just like, launches out. Yeah. yeah, that's what soccer practice is like. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know what's funny? Since I guess we're mm. gonna go into soccer already. I do. Uh, because of the meet the teacher night last night and like four of the six kids on my daughter's team are at my kid's school, we moved practice to tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, the, both coaches are wanted to go meet the teachers. Um, and my daughter, my older daughter, so my, my eight year old who's playing on the travel team, uh, their practice was at 615, but my other daughter was 530, 630. So I was there early. For Grace and Grace's team's mates were coming onto the onto the field as I was practicing with the younger kids, and we were doing a drill which we did with the older kids. And I brought two of them over, and then I did the drill with them that we were trying to show the younger kids, and we did it like fast because it was this pass fire pass drill, and we were mm-hmm. real fast about it, right? Which was kind of cool because I was showing the girls like, okay, now this is what this is what it should look like, and we did it real quick, and it was good. Um, but then as more kids came by and then one of the old, one of the other kids during when I went over to Grace's practice after we were done with Helen she's like do you really like like coaching those little kids like very derogatory about them and you know and I I came over to her at the end I'm like Charlotte come here and she comes over and she, I was like and I was like you see Eric here My, the other co-, I'm like Eric and I coached Grace Tessa Michaela we coached all these girls when, when they were that age and now look where they're at so yeah I do like it because you get to mm-hmm. see the progression she's like whatever and just walked kind of like, <laughs> like rolls her eyes and be like wait you're she's still talking you're still thinking about that and I'm like I'm like having this big deep moment and this right. girl's like oh alright <laughs> just walked yeah off. you gotta be careful not to make the kids cry during practice too it's, even I mean uh, well I have this I, one girl I, I wanna make cry yeah well that's what happens I, and, and not to be sexist about it, right? But the boys, the boys are sensitive as well. They will, they will cry very easily if you say the wrong things. To them. Oh yeah, 
I I didn't I wasn't as careful as I should have been, but I was giving the kids a bit of a hard time about like the other night about keeping their eye on the ball, and I don't mean not like in a baseball way, you know, as it's coming at you, keep your eye on it. More like as a a field awareness sort of way, right? Because kids have this tendency to, if they're not in the play, they lose interest, right? So if the ball's on the other side of the field, they just look over at their parents and wave, or at the trees, or a plane going by, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was giving them a lot of gruff Doggy. grief. I said gruff again. I was giving them a lot of grief about it during our little, during all the drills during practice. And I kept kind of harping on this one kid because so many times during the last game did he get caught just staring off into space. And the other team scored goals as a result. Uh, and I pointed it out, like, directly. <laughs> oh, no, you shamed him? <laughs> yeah. I was like, and you, Terwilliger, you know. Mm. There was at least a dozen times where you were over there on the sidelines, chit-chatting with your parents, and the other team blew past you with the oh, ball, no. and you didn't even notice. And it's just like, you know, his face kind of droops, Mike. Huh, yeah, well, that's a good laugh about it, though, now. Because <laughs> 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 you could see him start to well up, and, wow, geez, sorry, I didn't mean to destroy your self-esteem. But he was still doing it in practice. You know, he was still just so distracted. And so I was just driving and doing real hard. And two of the dads were over on the sidelines watching the whole practice. And at the end of it, uh, in one of the breaks, I, I wandered over there and, and uh, was getting something. And you never know what to expect from them, what kind of comments they're going to make. Like, yeah. you don't have to be so hard on the kids, you know. But no, they said something like, wow, I don't know how you have the patience for this. <laughs> and I'm like, you thought I was having patience yeah. <laughs> I've literally been screaming at them this whole night. You're saying I've been patient? It's just strange. So people have different perspectives on what some people look at it like, oh, that's good coaching, you know? Yeah. They they need that kind of structure and rigidity and I tried the formations we were discussing. So uh Oh yeah. Jason and I both have this this dream of of marching the team out onto the field like like the some, you know, military presence. Uh. And, uh, and and running some exercise in 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 a, in unison in some fashion that looks very intimidating. And we did uh, yeah we did some we did some of our running around the field and our races and I tried to keep them like you you stay in a single file line you get the ball at your feet you do not pass the kid in front of you you line your shoulders up with theirs <laughs> you know I was getting into a deep oh really you did and we're just we're gonna jog back yeah. and forth up this we're gonna jog down this sideline in that formation and then we're gonna race across and we're all gonna try to finish at the same time. And then we're going to repeat it in the other direction. And immediately, you know, kids tried to pass each other, right? My own son runs around the kid in front of him, like, off to the side, five push-ups. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Like, you pass the kid in front of you. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Why is this so hard to stay in a line? I don't understand. Not true. So, like, we're doing not a race, and then we're racing. Race, Not a race in a line, racing sideways. That's yeah. just weird. Why they can't why they can't handle that, I don't know. Well, my, my younger daughter's team, Helen's team, so they're uh... – Six. I had this one girl that just always, always is joking around, always, a hundred percent of the time. And I was like, "All right, I'm listen. I'm done. If you guys are gonna joke around, I'm not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the side. If you don't want to play, then don't play. But don't waste everybody else's time." Mm-hmm. She gets the drill set up. She starts. I'm like, she's goofing around. Like kicks. Like they're supposed to pass it around in a circle. Yeah. And she kicks it like two inches. Oh, I can't make the pass. I can't kick it hard enough. And she's totally screwing around. I'm like, "All right, Kate, come over here. Somebody else go in." I mean, uh, yeah, why don't, uh, Sally, come over here. Uh, anyways, like I called her over. I'm like, you stand here and I put somebody else in. And after that, she fell right. Well, that's not true, but I was like, I'm not put up with this anymore. I called her right over. (laughs) Soon next thing she did, I called her right over. I said, get out, you're out. And then she was like, go sit. Oh, he's serious. I was like, yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. I think at a certain age, you do have to show them that you're serious. It doesn't mean. Berating them, making them cry, but just just no. kick them right out. Just yeah, come just, out. Nope, you're not doing it. You're out. Come put somebody else yeah. in. Of you don't course. have to make them run laps. You don't have to make yeah. them do push-ups like I was doing, but I was mostly doing it for my own son. Well, they're and, older too. Yeah. But just kicking them out is an easy thing to do. But just get out. Get out of my practice. Go sit sidelines. Yeah, yeah. I'll call you over when I'm ready. Yeah. Because oh, they want to be. A, the whole thing is they want to be uh, entertained. And then another time yeah. she's goofing around. She kicked the ball into the wrong because we were playing like sideways on the field. So she turned like nine degrees and kicked the ball into the goal. The real goal because what we were playing a small game sideways, right, right, right. And I just like totally ignored her, like, and just kept laying, like, just and she, uh, like, she just wants attention, obviously. Yeah. yeah. 
Oy. But um, that's it's yeah, hard. I mean, they're not going to understand what you want. That's uh, it's hard. All it's kids hard. do this, and I you get in, like an hour a week out of these kids. Right? I explained mm. to some other. We got an hour and a half. Yeah, because I, I I extend the practice to an hour and a half, and all the other coaches are like, oh my goodness, you do an hour and a half, make me a break. <laughs> Wait, you only have one practice? Well, we have two, but one of them is so one one's an hour and a half, and one is with this, these other helper coaches, which yeah. I hate. Why? I absolutely hate. They, I tell the I t- I've told the board this. We have our soccer board. I've told them so many times because they always mess it up. They're never ready. They're not prepared. Oh. They, we had our first one last week. Guess what? They weren't prepared. Oh, I didn't realize there'd be so many kids here and all these teams. Yeah, okay. I was only emailing you this all week. So they weren't ready. So I took. I said, we're five minutes in. It's 6.05. <laughs> I've been here since quarter of. You were practicing with the girls. You weren't ready. My team has been here. I'm taking my team over here, and I'm practicing with them myself. If you want to come over and talk to us, fine. And I ran my own drills because it's a waste of their time. And that's the biggest problem. You have to be efficient, right? And that makes you sound like, a, if you, oh, we're not having fun, coach. Oh, you geez, you got to lighten up about this. No, like every minute you goof around during practice is a minute that you're not soaking in some yeah. Yeah. soccer knowledge, right? Do we have to be so uptight about it? Well, that's, that's not the point to brush it off like that. It's like this is soccer practice. When it's over, you guys can wrestle on the ground. And I tell them that every week and they, they do that exact thing. I'm like, literally, when it hits 7 o'clock, you guys can then make a big pig pile in the middle of the field and <laughs> tackle each other all you want. And as soon as I go, like, all right, that's it, practice is over, they just jump on each other, and yeah, yeah it's it's insane. Yeah, it's tough to, uh, it's it's tough to, to, like, manage, like, the fun part of it. Like, uh, right. one of our coaches tonight, I think, went a little bit overboard, and because he was a little with hard the fun on fun or with the not fun? With the not fun, with, like, the strictness, and... It was a, and they get you could see them kind of start to shut down a little bit. So it's yeah, like, right. You yeah. can go too far. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that might be me. I don't know. I think you can do both because I've realized that if I if I do stuff with them and you get yourself involved, like the kid. There's one kid that I wanted. I wanted him running faster because this yeah. season we have a, we only have nine kids for a seven on seven team. Whoa, really? Yep. That's and tough. every. Every week, someone's missing, so we might yeah. have one substitute. And I oh. told the kids this something. We're going to run, 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 run all the time <laughs> because you guys are going to play the whole game. And what do you guys want to do every week? You want to play the game, right? No one wants to sit on the sidelines. But you're going to be no good at this if you get tired. So at practice, we're going to run, run, run. And how do you get them to enjoy <laughs> running? I mean, what's their reward? They don't. They can't see the long term. So I run with them, right? And we have races. And of course, I you know, and every time I tell them, if you guys beat me to that other line, I'll do I'll do ten pushups. <laughs> and some, and every once in a while, I just let them beat me so that they can yeah. feel like they're winning. But one, the one kid who I wanted to run most is is asking all the time now. The one kid that was like the most out of shape is always like, "Let's do another race, coach, because I want you to do pushups." He's like, "I'm ready. I've been practicing this week." <laughs> he's like, "He's getting all warmed up oh, to run man, just to good. just to race to win." Uh, so I I don't know. I think everybody has a different. Uh, Different things motivate. Yeah, different people. They, they love the running thing. So I introduced uh, what we. So on Monday, I had the the, the eight year olds to myself because the other two coaches couldn't make it, and I was like, "All right, so you guys know these drills where you run up to the line, touch it, run back, touch the line, run back up." I'm like, I, "We used to call them something different, but I'm not sure I'm allowed to call them that anymore." And he's like, "They're like, I think we call them Hot Wheels." And I'm like, and they're like, well, why? What did you call them? I'm like, well, we used to call them suicides. Oh, I know what suicide is. I know what suicide is. I know what suicide is. I'm not going to do it though. I'm like, oh no, what have I unleashed here? This is a mistake. <laughs> yeah, you made a mistake. Yeah. Uh, well, we kind of we had a we had a rash of them last fall, unfortunately, in our town, so yes. it became a conversation topic, and everyone right. wanted to talk to their kids. We had a young kid even. Um, so moving to the good parts of this, <laughs> but I did it three of them, right? Three of them in a row. So we went. Like to the top of the goal box to the, I think it's called an 18 foot line and then to the half and then back. So there was like three stops and it was half field. So we did one. Then we, then they're like, oh, a couple of them were laying down. I'm like, all right, everybody up. We're going again. What? No, we're doing what? And some of them are like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. So then I count, you know, three, two, and we go again. And it was only like a 20 second break. And then 
They're like, and then now, like, everyone's gassed and they're like all falling down. And like, all right, who wants to do one more? Oh, I do, coach. I do. And so we're like, all right, one more. And then today, uh, I was like, who wants to? <laughs> oh, now they're calling for him. They're like, oh, I want to do Hot Wheels. I want to do Hot Wheels. And yeah, it's weird. Like, right? Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Well, I guess fun. it's just a matter of we're trying to reflect our own desires on them. You know, think they, they're, well, we don't, again, I don't know what motivates them. So if they're into this, if, if you yeah. somehow convinced them that being a better runner is going to help them, then maybe they'll. Oh, I was, them. I mean, I was legit like this conditioning, like they should yeah. be, you know, cause a couple of times, like, I don't know. I don't know how you're doing that with one sub. Cause there was a couple of times where there was the, the girls were stuck out there. Like there wasn't yeah. a whistle and stuff. So then they were like toast. And oh, yeah. so I was like, let's, and then I'm, you know, someone's like, I got a cramp. I'm like, that's good. September cramps mean May victories or something. I'm like what? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. That's next season. Uh, that's my, my new quote. September cramps are May victories. And, uh, I'm like, you're going to be thanking me at the end of the season when you guys are running up and down the field and other teams dying from, and they, they didn't. But today I did add it. I said, uh, okay, listen, I'll give you guys a head start. And however many of you beat me, I will do push-ups. And yep. I gave them like a, a one head start so they could go up and touch the top of the goal box. And as soon as they got there, first person got there. Uh, then yeah. I went. One person outright beat me. She she was fast. This one girl's fast on the team. She beat me. And then the next time I was like, all right, I'll give you two lines so they could go up and touch the goal line. And then when they get back, then I went. Yep. And then like half the team beat me or 10 or something. So I'm like, Very I'm not good. doing that again. But I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to throw up because I'm going 100%. <laughs> Yeah, you got to cool. catch up with them. I was like, I'm gonna throw up. Yeah. I gotta not do this again. You don't oh, want to give man. them too big of a head start. That's that's rough. Yeah, yeah. The, the the substitution thing is tricky, right? Because I I made the teams. So I was the coordinator this season, mm. and you have to pick. We only have three teams, and you based on the number of registrations, I would have either had to make small teams or cut some kits, right? So, do I want teams of 14 kids to play seven and seven? No, because then they they play half the game or less. Yeah, it's just uh, that's terrible. Yeah. Who's calling you? Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't know who's calling me. Okay. That's right? <laughs> that's weird, though. It's not... Nobody's um, calling me. You're the only one on the... Huh. So, I mean, I made I, I made that conscious choice. I said, no, we're making... we're making We had fewer kids. So I said, I'm making the three teams, and we'll get some more registrations. So, two of the teams have ten, but our team still has nine. And I love it. I mean, I wish all nine of them would show up. Hmm. And some, maybe one or two games they will, but I, I doubt they will for every game. And yeah, it means we have one sub and I'll do five minute subs now. I was trying to do less, but it's kind of disruptive. Uh, and they play, they just play. They got to push through it. I've been telling them like, look, you're going to get tired. So you got to stay in your position. You got to, you got to know when to run, when not to run. Like, you got to know when to, when to be fast and when to jog and when to walk and always be looking. Right. And you're going to get tired. It's an hour of running around. Maybe that's why we have practice for an hour and a half. So. <laughs> Our practice is longer than the games. They should be conditioned. Well, we have two. We have two practices that are an hour and a half right now. See, yeah, no, hour and fifteen minutes. I guess. I'm 15, so tempted to just cancel this whole. I just want to tell the, the I want to tell the board, be like, look, I, I'm. This sounds egotistical, but I don't want to take part in the helper coach routine because they set up these goofy drills that have nothing to do with anything my team has ever practiced. Hmm. And you might teach them a little bit of footwork. But it's always slow moving. It's always chaotic. It's it's mixed in with the other teams. Uh, and I got to reinforce what you're saying to my kids when sometimes it's sort of indirect contrast to what I've been teaching them. And it's just no good. They're always running late. And it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's disjointed. And I'd rather just run my own practice. So... Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're probably going to actually drop the second practice halfway and let the kids go to that. Ours aren't run poorly though. They seem to run well and on time and everything. So, well, we're going to see. <sighs> yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens, how it goes. Uh, if we can keep up with two practices, it's a lot right now for the coaches because, yeah, we're. Well, I mean, I yeah, there's volunteer coaches, right? So for your every, for your new parent that's been that hasn't coached before that volunteers to coach, yeah, this would be helpful because you're not. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. They they don't they don't already have it all laid out like how I have it laid out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean I have it I I I set up the practice plans to the 
basically on 10 minute intervals. I'm like, we're going to do this for 10 minutes. We're going to do this for 10 minutes. We're going to take a running break in between. We're going to take a water break. Then we're going to do this for 10 minutes. And then I'm going to talk with them after they take a running break because then they'll be tired and ready to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have it all scheduled on a sheet of paper and I have these like alternate plans in case we get ahead too, just in case we get too far ahead or too far behind. And, uh, yeah, we did. It did say like have them do these running drills between or before you need to do like a chalk talk or something. <laughs> yes, because they'll be tired and they won't be like you know bouncing around and stuff. Just funny. It took me. It, it took me a while to figure that out, but it's yeah. genius advice. Yeah, you run them until they're falling down, and then you yeah. say, "Good, now that you guys are on the ground, let's talk about this." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because um, if if they are and and they recover so fast, I it know, drives me I'm so nuts. Jealous. <laughs> they recover so fast and they start goofing around again. You just have to keep. You got to do a drill and then you run them. Yeah. You're doing their drill and then you run them. You're doing their drill and you run. As soon as they start goofing around, you run them. And that is a punishment. Just be like, okay, everyone's getting a little bit too full of energy. Let's go take another. Do some more. Uh, what do you call them? Sneakers? Sneaky? Not suicides? Oh, uh, Hot Wheels. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Hot, hot, hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Yeah. Oh, I call them hot dogs. Yeah. Caliente. Caliente. Perro. Caliente. Perro caliente. <laughs> Perro caliente. Perro caliente. Somebody might be listening and they know it's not so good. Yeah. We're learning. Wow. I'm, lear- I'm learning Spanish. And I'm butchering recall. it. <laughs> <laughs> Jason knew Spanish quite well for a long time. Maybe he still does. Who? You. You're Jason. Oh, me. I knew oh, I knew some. Uh, yeah. I have college credit in Spanish. About that. Very good. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those things. Like, I think you can study it. Well, I don't know. Until you speak it, it's... Yeah, you gotta... Yeah. It's tough. I'm trying to keep up with the Duolingo. Yeah, but even... I mean, that's good. Don't get me wrong. It's it's like a very... It's a shallow base. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get vocabulary. I want to get some context. But then that's maybe 2%, 5%. Conversations. Could have conversations. And even... Like, even when I was in Haiti for only a week... And I was there a week last year and a week this year. I I started by the end of this week, like starting to hear some of the Mm -hmm. things that they were saying and understanding. And just because it's all it's it's immersion, basically, because there's nobody that speak. They don't speak English. So if the kids are talking to you, you you don't. And so I started by the end of it to get a little bit here and there and understand when they were talking and pick out certain words. (laughs) I was like, oh, you just said, you know, right. So that that. But I think you just learn it so much faster. I'd never have had the experience where I've been in immersed, 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 immersed. immersed. Yeah. yeah. I think, the, yeah, the, I think he, Molly's going to learn it and she's going to know Spanish. That's awesome. Yeah. She's already coming home. She already has a funny little accent. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. She's big. She's very happy. She can count to 10. She's learning some colors. Like it'll, it'll start out slow, but there, uh, I hear her saying stuff to herself already. And now I think, unfortunately, I think, I think Max is going to get a little bit jealous. Yeah. Like it's a, it's almost, I, I almost wish we had, uh, we had put Max in it. My older son, when it was available to him, we didn't try because she is going to learn it and she's probably going to throw it in his face, which is kind of irritating. <laughs> and he's mm. not going to be able to keep up because unless she's gracious enough to, work with him but that's going to mean hours and hours and hours yeah. and hours yeah it's not she's getting she's going to get it six hours a day at school right you know we can't <laughs> this is not going to work no. uh he's getting a little like he just he knows a few words um yeah he'll know all the swears and be like you just swore at me and he'll be right. able to tell <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i mean i'll have to we gotta do something yeah we gotta do something for him i don't want him to feel like he's left left out but does molly do all the sports that he does yeah. Uh. yeah. Yeah. Well, she's still five, but she's playing soccer now and she played T-ball in the spring yeah. and soccer in the spring. So they both, they do the same sports. This is because this is what I'm struggling with right now is that I'm, I'm on the soccer field with Grace on Monday, Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. On the soccer field with Hell and on Tuesday and Saturday. Faith I'm going to be on the soccer field with on, on Sunday. And Scouts is the thing with Jason, but even now it's like I don't even do that much with him anymore. And it's not like a, it's not, a hand and holding hands thing like it is with the other kids. Like I'm not interacting with them or I'm not, I will spend a little bit of time in the car. Now he's older. I get it. This is part where he's going to start, you know, he wants to hang out with his friends. So he goes to his friend's house on Saturday and I don't see him till like dinner time ever. And, uh, it's just, um, 
I, I, I don't know. I'm actually talking to my wife this morning. I was like, I'm a little struggling. I have to do something with Jason because I don't want to hang out with him about anything anymore. I don't know what it is. I got to figure out some some way to connect with him. Yeah, he's drifting away. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just, it's like it's like he's not drifting away. It's just that we don't have. I have time I've allocated towards the kid, the girls, but not towards him or for anything. Except I, Scouts mm. is, but it's just different. Yeah, I don't know. That's why. Well, I yeah, I've got. I don't get to see my daughters soccer games unless we have a home game because they overlap yeah but next i know next season when my son moves up a division into the u12 league yeah wow i know it's bonkers uh i'll be able to coach both teams because they're at different times so so that'll be nice i'll be able to do my daughter's team and my son's team uh and her hers is only once a week but you know what I'll probably do is I'll probably bring her to all his practices because uh, that's really how they catch up. The The younger siblings go and hang out with the older siblings and do all that same stuff. I had a, a kid on my team for the last few seasons that always brought his younger brother to practice and he would just practice with us. Oh, yeah. Which was fun having two brothers that would always fight <laughs> when one of them didn't actually have to be there. You yeah. have to manage them both. But uh, – yeah, so we'll probably do that because one practice a week for her isn't going to make her catch up the same way. So get her a, get her in there to see what the bigger kids do. Um, let her work with the team a bit, you know, as long as she's everyone's not too oversized. You know, we'll see how big she is when next next year. Um, don't want her getting hurt, right? But she can at least do some of the drills and and yeah, hang I, out, hang out and watch. And I've met Molly. It's, she seems to be the kind of kid that can. Uh... Be able to handle it. I don't know. She's awfully whiny. I, mean, oh, I just spent like really? the whole whole night tonight whining about everything. Oh. It's just ridiculous. It's a big. It's a big thing. But she's built kind of solid. She's she's a big girl. Yeah. I, I don't know what to do about the whining. It's it drives me bonkers. I can't deal with. I have some. There's something in my brain where like where they turn on that. But I like I, I just shut down. I can't. I can't listen to this. Oh yeah. You, no, I hear that. And I should be more empathetic about it, but it's everything. How come Max has a watch and I don't have a watch? That's not his watch. It's mom's watch. I mean, this whole night was this mm-hmm. with the watch. Mm-hmm. He used this watch because his mom gave him – she had this really old watch. Yeah. She gave it to her son. It's his watch. Molly, my daughter, was taking it from her brother. I'm like, you can't take his watch. It's not his watch. It's mom's watch. <laughs> it's not mom's watch. Mom gave it to him. It's his watch. Yeah. You can't take it from him. But I, the fairness mom's is, watch. Yeah, uh, the, it's not fair. Yet. She yeah. never said it's not fair. Yeah. But I was trying to explain this to her, just to explain this to her. And I, I've been this way since they were very little. I never liked the, and we've talked about this on previous shows. I've never liked how most people portray sharing as lazy parents. Right. Right. <laughs> Playdate sharing. <laughs> Here we go. Is I'm gonna I'm gonna put down my glass of wine and scream at you yeah. to give your friend the toy you have because they said they wanted it. Mm-hmm. Right. That is not how sharing works. Okay. Just for those of you listening. I think you, you need, I think you need to define the parameters a little more because that is how sharing. No, it is not. As you presented it. No. You gotta you have to lead in with the toy that they brought. Oh, oh no, no, it has, oh, it has nothing oh. to do with the, whether they brought it or not. It's when if someone demands that you give something to someone else, that's not sharing. Oh, oh, sharing oh. is when you give it to them. Okay, yes, I'll agree. Sharing with is you're sharing is when you give it to them of, of your own free will. Like, well, yes, no, absolutely. Okay. Now you can start to parameterize to say like, hey, look, you came to their house and these things belong to them, and th- they would like to use it again, and you've been using it this whole day. Perhaps you should think about giving it up at some point. You can lead into that. Right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's not. It's actually not yours, right? You keep saying it's yours and you want to use it. Yes, sure. You can cover that whole area, but just demanding that they give something to someone else because they're whining about it—that's not sharing. No, share. Yeah, right? screaming no, share at someone. Yeah. It's not sharing. Uh, I read this somewhere, and I feel like it's worked so well. The best way to teach kids to share something is to actually give them ownership over things, right? This belongs to you. It is yours. Right? Because they don't own anything. Nothing they play with or have or it's it's all kind of in this huge group. 
it's the house it belongs here it's a toy it's you should you know it, it belongs to all of you kind of thing but when they don't have anything of their own they can't possibly share it because it's never belonged to them in the first place oh, oh okay I, see, I guess i see what you're they need to be able to offer it of their own. I feel like when them. you presented this on episodes 23, 35, 46, mm-hmm. 110, yeah. 114, it was a little better. <laughs> Perhaps. It probably was. But what <laughs> was driving me nuts is she, she was, yeah, yeah, she was just demanding that he give her the watch. And I, and I wasn't having any of it. I'm like, no, you, he's not, he doesn't have to give you the watch. You can see it if he lets you see it. If he, if you asked nicely and not yeah. just screeched in his face like a banshee. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And demand that you get to have it because it was mom's watch. No, it's no, it's not mom's watch anymore. It's it's his. She gave it to him. It is now his. If he doesn't want you to have it, he does not have to give it to you. That's all there is to it. You can ask him. He can still say no. And that's the other part that drives me nuts. I hear parents do this all the time. Playdates and whatnot. What's the magic word? Just say please. And they'll be like, can I please have that toy? And they'll be and they're like glaring at the other kid. Give it to them. They said please. Like, wow. Okay. No, doesn't work that way either. You can say please. You can say, "Could I please have that toy next?" They can still say no. It's not yours. I'm still using it. You literally <laughs> strolled your butt over here because you saw me having fun, and you're, you're upset last, that I'm. When, enjoy- <laughs> when has this happened to you recently? I guess today with the watch. I don't know. This I don't have these sort of. Well, you know, I you don't have these interactions. Do. Your kids don't like yell at each other when they see the other one having fun with something. Come on. You know what? I hate to bring this up with you right now, but uh, <laughs> you know my kids have fight about every single day? What? Is who gets on the bus first. Yeah, that kind of thing. Every day. I, I mean, well, why, would you, what is that? why would you hate to bring that up? Because you hate the bus. You know, you know, just you make them walk to school. Make them walk. Yeah. And now my son's 10. I, I was almost like, I'm almost to the point where I'm like, get your bike. You're done with the bus for a week. Or that's going to be a punishment. Like, or a, a, punishment. Con- a, con- whoa, a, whoa, whoa, a consequence. <laughs> a consequence. Jeez. It's not even a consequence. It's a privilege. It's a right. delight. Come on. You'd be well, doing him a you, service. You're right. Maybe, maybe I will. But I told you, riding the bike to school would be a blast. Because it goes down. Bike home, yes. It would be <laughs> torture. But uh, you need the exercise. Yeah. Come on. But, uh, I think I might, I, I, it's, it's now cr- come across and I'm thinking about it. Be like, all right, listen, if you can't square this away and not cause a problem every day, you're, sorry, you're going to be on your bike to the school, to school. What? Yeah. Still, still sounds like a punishment to me. Well, the other day he's like threatened to knock it on the bus. Like I'm not going to, uh, well, it's a consequence. It's, I guess whatever. Fine. You want to call it a punishment or call it a punishment. But he threatened to not get on the bus. I'm not getting on the bus. He's done that a couple of times. I'll be like, so the next time I'm going to be like, all right, fine. There's your bike. You can go to school if you don't get on the bus because I'm not driving. You know, so I've been trying to wean my son into taking himself to school and there's some problems with it because uh, they don't know how to tell time, right? So I'm, yeah. even though he's got a watch on, I'm, I'm, he's got a watch now. <laughs> I'm sitting there saying, Hey, bud, you, you know, it's, it's, we leave the house at 7.30. We got to leave it. We got to leave at 7.30. Now, the good news is his friend who comes with us is very punctual and he's up very early. So he is in the driveway at 7.30 with like his hair's all combed and it's, yeah. uh, everything looks perfect. And he's in the driveway at 7.30. And I'm looking at him going, it's 7.28. You need to put your shoes on. We got to get outside. Okay. And he's doing something with some blocks or beads or something now. And I'm like, yeah. You're not hearing me. You keep saying, okay, yeah. you continued to do yeah. the thing that you're doing when I said, stop yeah. doing that, put your shoes on and get out the door. Okay, I am. Like, <sighs> No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so that doesn't really, that doesn't work itself out. Like you have to kick them out the door, set them in motion. I think if I could kick him out, he would get there. I don't think he would be distracted and just kind of ride the other way across town and go somewhere else. I, hopefully, he would still go to the school until someday he figures out that, hey, I left the house, but no one's making sure I'm going to the destination that they want me to go to. Where else would he go? I have no idea. I mean, how soon do you start skipping school? Fifth grade? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would assume that the teacher would call at this age. Uh, yeah, at some point. Well, they only have one teacher, right? If he doesn't show yeah. up. Yeah, well, they, they, yeah. It's not like when they get to high school, junior high, where they float different Well, they teachers. have a homeroom, but they have a homeroom. Oh, still, yeah. Yeah. Well, if they the have a homeroom teacher, now. He has, he has multiple teachers in fourth grade. I mean, you could go to homeroom and then just leave, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So That is, that's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> not that I've ever done that. Um, 
Mm. Actually, I don't think I ever skipped school, but um, never. Are you I, kidding me? Nah, well, even the senior skip day, I probably went. I was a uh, a good boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Weird. Okay. My, my yeah, son could do. Be... He could do the time thing. I'm not. It's not. That's not what I wouldn't be worried about. That okay. he would have. But now, I, yeah, I mean, I I've, think you shouldn't be selling it like a like a consequence. That just sounds awful. Like it's a privilege. It's actually not a bad idea. Come on, I've had this idea for a freaking year now. You've been dumping all over it. Well, he's older now. <laughs> uh, yeah. This, you know what? But you're this, gonna have to practice it, though. You got to practice it. I'm, 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 I'm still worried though. Now with the with the moron drivers, the cell phones, yeah. and the driving, and the. When well, I, so this is this is I've been practicing it with my son. I said, "Okay, look, you're riding to school by yourself. I'm just kind of following you." Yeah, and I set him off, and I look at where he what he does at intersections. Say, and I and I, unfortunately, I'm brain brainwashing my neighbor's kid too. I'm like <laughs> commenting on, you know, the reasons why they have to be careful are basically because they're all their friends' parents are staring at their phones instead of paying attention to the road. And so it's. What's interesting about it is you have to be careful. You have to have specific tactics for different intersections. I'm like, look, you're just kind of willy nilly up and down this path here, which is fine because you're on this this bike path and it's it's secluded and there's nothing around. But you get to this intersection, you've got to be vigilant. You know, they're going to come out of nowhere. You've got to be absolutely certain that everyone is stopped and they're going to let you go. And I'm kind of double checking to make sure that he's doing that routine well. That he understands the various intersections, uh, so it's an it's an e- I'm easing him into it. I can't just kick him out of the house and not go with him one day. I'm sort of getting further and further away. Mm. You know what I mean? So I would do the same thing. If you're going to make him ride to school, I would ride with him. Well, and I have in the past, but you're right. It's just so dangerous. It, it's well, no, here let's not say it's so dangerous. It's just so <laughs> the risk reward, right? One little slip up, and it's. <laughs> bad times um that's, that's so. self-fulfilling uh the downward cycle whatever you call it i don't know that's what everyone does there's too many people driving to school it's too dangerous for them to walk so we drive them <laughs> well i don't i put them on the bus <laughs> <laughs> hopefully the bus isn't being a danger to other kids but who knows i don't know uh ah, the bus is just so smelly too it's like a big torture twinkie i don't know they got a brand new one this year <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Is, it, is it electric or something? I don't know. No, it should be at this point. <laughs> should be. I mean, they don't drive like. I mean, I guess they probably do do a lot of miles, but it's like you could charge that thing up and. It's a doo doo. <laughs> Hilarious, good one. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I remember being a. We talked about this, but as a kid, I hated the bus too. I mean, all my buddies were on. We'd hang out and chat, but the seats were always really high, and then you'd have to kind of sit up high in them to see each other. It was just awful. Well, here, here's the thing. They were out of the bus stop 15 minutes early today. Bus comes at 835. Yeah. They're out there at 7 or 820 because yeah. they wanted to get who could get out there first and then they could get in line and then whoever gets out there first can get on the bus first. You know it's what like, the danger is? Is they're, they're trying to be first in line. They're literally pushing each other out into the street right in front of the bus. Yeah. Well, no, they don't do that. They, they, they don't like at all they get so close to the curb uh, all the kids do it when they're lining up for the bus yeah toes are hanging off the sidewalk <laughs> the funny thing was yesterday they were there they were complaining 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 Ugh, they're yelling and then some talking to them right and then this other kid shows up at the bus stop for the first time ever and he huh? i think his mom was like why am i dri-? finally realized like why am i driving this kid to school every day when i drive past the bus stop and all the kids sitting at the bus like why do i so yeah and the bus comes, he just gets on first. He just walks on the bus, gets on first. That's funny. Total disregard for the line of everybody. I'm like, how'd that work out for you guys? <laughs> they, had a, they had a line all for him and yeah. everything? Well, my siblings, like my kids did, the three of them. Yeah. They'd never had another kid at the bus stop in two years. So they just was like, I'm like, like, huh, how about that? <laughs> I, I've, I actually started heckling some of the kids that are waiting for the bus in a uh, in a friendly way. After I drop off my son, I sort of ride another way to get to work, and I, I'm no joke. About an eighth of a mile away from the school, what? There's a group of kids waiting at a bus stop, and there's several of them. There's like several of them back to back. And I, I every morning I look at them, with kids. The school's the school's right there. <laughs> I just point behind me, like school's right there. Just that's close. Eighth school's of a mile. right there, kids. It's you can see it. 
I mean, wow. If they just look to their right, there's the building. And there's a sidewalk, right? Yeah. Yeah. From uh, And there's a crossing guard at the end of the road. Oh, come like, on. I would not have the patience to wait. I'd just be like, I'm just walking. I don't know why they're, that's why it's every morning. My kids, there it is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's right there. And they're not little kids. They're older kids. They're easily fifth, sixth graders. I don't, I don't get it. They've been conditioned. You know, it's, this is where you wait yeah. for your bus to take you to the school. And I had a discussion with somebody about this the other day. There's, there's certainly there's a downside. There's a risk to letting your son ride to school. How do you, how do you balance it against the benefit of his independence of like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I understand the dangers. All these people are crazy. I know how to keep away from them. Or now I actually understand. I have some spatial awareness because when we, when this is no joke, when we drive our kids everywhere or they take a bus everywhere, they have no idea where they are. They don't know how to get from one part of town to the other. They don't know where the school is in relationship to your house or to the store or the movie theater. They don't like you think they do, but they don't. They're sitting in the back seat, looking out the window. They're not tracking. It's not the same thing. They don't know how to get there. Hmm. Uh, if they start walking, if they start biking, if they start getting themselves there, they have to learn these things. They learn how long it takes them. They learn which direction to go. Is that a valuable skill? I mean, it's probably a merit badge for it. You could use a compass. <laughs> <laughs> you could give them a little, you could make it a scouting exercise, give them a topographical map, compass. See if he can get there. See if he can get there. Yeah. Yeah, he could get there. He could get there. You think so? Yeah. Has he? He's done it before, though. Yeah, I mean, he could yeah. tell me in the car. He could go. You know, he would. All right. Yeah, he could definitely. Uh, he could. I don't know. If my, my other yeah, kids be, could. You'd be surprised. I don't know. They might. I talked to. Yeah, no, my my other daughter. I'm like, we had to drive to the soccer field, and we're at the close one, right? So it's like, you leave the fo- soccer field, you take a right, you take another right, and then you take a right into our street. And she's like, I know, I don't, I don't know how to get home. I don't know how to get. I don't know. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 Uh, don't. Uh, uh, I mean, so that's that. I think that's definitely a benefit, and, and that it also has downsides because the more freedom you give them, the more freedom they want. Yeah, the more independence, and then they'll just start. He, my son's already. He goes to the boys and girls club after school by himself, so he's already doing some stuff by himself. And then yeah. I go. I'll go pick him up there after work. Yeah, see, and uh, hilariously, right? So he went for the first time on his own the other day. <laughs> And I went to pick him up, and he rode his bike there from school. Uh, I went to get him, and I, you know, did I really need to get him? No, I could have just left him there until they kicked him out, and then he would just ridden home. But he had locked his, he was supposed to have locked his bike. He has a bike lock. He was going to lock mm-hmm. his bike up outside. And I brought him outside, and I was laughing. I said, buddy, look, it's, you got to practice locking your bike up a little oh, bit. Oh, no. He's like, he's like, what do you mean? And he I go over to the rack and he had, you know, he had wrapped the lock around the rack and everything, but no part of the lock was touching his bike. <laughs> I thought you were going to the other thing. Like he locked the, the, locked the bike to itself and not to the rack. That's funny. Uh, yeah, no, he, yeah, he wrapped the lock around the rack, but not the bike, which is funny. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little trickier would be just to try to try to take your bike away once you finish locking. Yeah. So then when I took him to school this morning, he did exactly that. I saw him like picking his bike up. Oh, like, yeah. It's all good. Well, he locks his bike at school? Yeah. He probably doesn't need to. Some kids don't. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I mean, the kids that bike to school at my kid's school, the, the bikes are everywhere. Like just, yeah, they're not locked up at all. Uh, I don't, I mean, sometimes we forget to lock and I leave it there. Yeah. It's one of those things where you, you get in the habit of doing it. And then if you forget the lock, you feel like, I forgot the lock today. Someone's going to steal the bike. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it'd be nice if the schools, how how hard would it really be to maybe throw a camera outside pointing at the bike rack? They have cameras in the schools and stuff too, but right. uh, worst case scenario, right? Hey, someone walked off of my bike. Okay, let's go see who it was. Um, it'd just yeah. be kind of like a yeah. nice little service for the kids. So no, I don't think he needs, he needs the lock, but he has it. And so we don't, we don't, we're not like wrapping it in and out of the wheels and all that stuff. Yeah, right. Uh, he just kind of clips it around the frame, but he's getting there. I can see, I can see him pretty soon. Just looking at me and being like, "You don't need to come get me. I'll just come home when they close." I'm like, ugh, just all right, fine. And then Woody, because there was a soccer game going on directly across the street from yeah. the, 
from the Boys and Girls Club. And he was like, can we just go to the soccer game and watch the soccer game? Like, well, we got to go home because your mom's going out to this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to get your sister and I didn't bring her with me. Oh, uh-huh. you know. So some other night, would he just leave the Boys and Girls Club and go sit down at the soccer game and never come home? Right. Now. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pro- probably. <laughs> like, he would probably do that. And then he doesn't have a phone. Yeah. So how would I track him down? Right. So then we're getting into that whole, do I have, do I have to get him a a thousand dollar phone? (laughs) (laughs) Just, just so I can know where he is. I don't think he needs an iPhone 10. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But this is going to be a topic. What, what, uh, I, I know most, most parents don't put a lot of, I'm being hard on most parents. It's it's easy not to put a lot of thought on it. It's just say, I got an iPhone. You can have an iPhone, right? Yeah. Here's a six hundred dollar phone. Well, it's so are, are there alternatives? Now. I mean, the phones are so convenient, right? And it's you can't find a payphone. They don't have payphones anymore. I have nothing against getting him the phone. I don't want to get him access to the entire internet, and oh, Instagram, right. and Snapchat, yeah. and all that. You know what I'm talking about? Kick and all, yeah. Um, uh, I don't even know what Kick is. It's just another chat app, but okay. Uh, it, it's yeah, but it's not like it. anyways. Oh, that um, sex thing going on is that what you're saying? Uh, I, I don't know, but <laughs> um, mm-hmm. there, I read something where some teacher, karate teacher, sent her eleven year old student a, a, illicit conversations on kick. But uh, so that's the entire thing because one teacher did. <laughs> I, I don't know. The, but sure, uh, they have access to this, and now it's how do you regulate Well, so, so. yeah, right, right, right. That's the, you give the whole internet, right? And then, yeah, and that's not what you need to do anyways. And my, now, my neighbor's kids, who are eight and six, no, ten and eight, ten and eight, have these little, um, hmm. what they're called, I forget what they're called, but they have like four numbers only, and they have like four buttons, and you program hmm. them, and only those four numbers can call out or call in. And it's like on their hmm. watch. Right, it's like a oh. watch thing, so they can like push the button and then talk on the watch. It's not like a phone; it's just a watch. So that's kind of cool. I I t- but that is cool. I, some sort of restricted device would be nice, but yeah. I don't actually want them to call me. I, I, texting is fine. Oh right. I mean, they can call me, but how tedious is that? My kid's calling me again. Hey, Dad, what time is it? Okay. Well, it has a watch. Really? It's got a time on it. <laughs> yeah, but you know they would do this. Yeah. You know they would do this. Oh, I mean, they... I just... I just, yeah, they I just saw it. a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you coming home for dinner yeah. or not? I can't find mom. <laughs> Can I go to the soccer game? Yeah. No. But it's right... It's on right... No. <laughs> it's just across the street. I'll only stay for... No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you would get that for sure. It's not fair. <laughs> I can't go. Yeah. Stupid watch. You made me get this thing. I'd have gone if I didn't have this. I know I would have just gone. Just I'm saying, you. if they just if they just texted, it would be easier. Yeah. Ugh. That's pretty weak that you can't talk to. What's uh what do you guys something comments in here on the stand? What do we got? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so my my annual stand listening, which uh, Are you really doing it again? Yeah, well it happens when Ugh. I'm sort of between when I'm between books. I because I don't listen too deep. How can you not? Uh, how can you ever be it's between just, books? I don't understand. It's just that. it's just background noise. There's just thousands noise. of books, though. What just buy them? I know, but I don't want to concentrate on. Them. I have tons. I have oh, right. I don't want to concentrate on one. I'm sort of just in a daze. So I throw this on while I'm doing some bike repair and whatnot. And I had it on in the kitchen when I was doing the dishes and stuff the other day. And my kids were playing in the living room, <laughs> and they were goofing around. And then they just they just went dead silent. Oh no. <laughs> So they were in there being super silent because they started listening to the book. Yeah, it was, it, they were they were swearing up That's and down. It was the scene where part. it was the, well, it was the scene where um, no, he's not the TikTok. The trash the trash can man met uh, the kid, and uh, wait, like on the highway, he, like before the yeah, tunnel. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah so oh. he's swearing up and down, left and right, and and finally I paused it because I knew they were listening. Doesn't he like, like rape him with a pistol? In that part? Uh, yeah, they didn't yeah. hear that part. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But the, the best, the funny part was, so they started asking about it. They're like, well, what is that book you're listening to? I'm like, it's not a kid's book. It's like an adult book. You, you wouldn't like it. It'd be too scary. You don't tell me, I tell you. And my son's like, yeah, he said one of that, that really bad swear like a lot of times. Like, yeah, yeah, he did. He said a lot of times. <laughs> like, you're effing right, he did. Yeah. You don't tell me, uh, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell me, I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, 
So then they they made me explain. It's well, what's it all about? Like, well, it's it's basically about like a sickness that kills everybody in the world, and there's a really small number of people left, and it's kind of all about this whole how they survive, and there's a big struggle between good and evil and all this kind of stuff. And they're like, everybody dies? Like, well, who, how did the, what kind of sickness was it? They started asking me all these detailed questions. Like, how did they all get sick? Yeah, it was kind of like the military did it because they thought it was a good idea, but it turned out to be a really bad idea. <laughs> and my daughter looks at me, she goes, well, and it, well, cause I made an example. I said, it's, they go, well, how many people died? I said, well, it's kind of like if you and your brother were alive, but everyone else in our entire town was dead. Oh, jeez. It, it, it was about like that. She's like, hmm. That's a lot of people. So, yeah, well, there's probably people in other towns that are alive, but it'd be really hard. You'd have to go find them because there'd be like two other kids in the town next door that are alive, but everyone else is dead. And maybe you'll see them. Maybe you won't. She goes, well, um, she looks at me with this weird eye. She goes, well, that's okay because we could just make all the babies again. No, no. (laughs) And then she said something under her breath about she said something about <laughs> needing that's why we need girls like I, I i wish i could remember exactly what she said but she basically said you know she's the one that's going to make all the babies oh great and i looked at her and i was like okay, okay fine but not with your brother <laughs> why not oh <laughs> uh, boy so she she remembers all of our talks she knew all about this and she was very uh, happy with herself in realizing that it didn't matter that everybody was dead because she could remake all the babies in the world. It's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah, she's going to be busy getting busy. <laughs> just, <laughs> just not with her brother. Yeah, just not with your brother. Um, Why not? Yeah, Kind of funny. I uh, do. Uh, we were having this conversation. So my son wants to play lacrosse. This is going to be interesting. So he's really? starting on Sunday or Saturday. He's playing a... Uh, the local, like, he's not playing with, like, the town team. The, the, the Like, the indoor sports place has a, a clinic thing that they're going to run for eight weeks or six weeks or something. But he's going to do that. He's going to try that, which is cool. I'm I'm nervous for him, but excited. He's not done sports before, but he really wanted to do this. And so he, we got him signed up. He's going to go do it. Good for him. But he needs to get, like, gloves, chest guard, helmet, yeah. I think even elbow pads, because the Boys lacrosse game is pretty violent, like aggressive. And like, the girls they, should be violent. That needs to be fixed. Well, that's you're getting ahead of myself. myself. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because the boys can like stick check, which means you can actually like hit them in the arm with your stick. Right. And what? <laughs> Nothing. Go on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Cry out loud. Whereas the girls, you can't, right? So the girls don't need a lot less armor, which you would think you'd want to protect those parts of the. Anywho, never mind. <laughs> you need the chest protector because you want to protect. They're you, not that you, sensitive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you if you do it right, they can. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, they don't need the check, chest protect, chest protector. I'm not. I think they need gloves still. Uh, but they don't need a couple of other yeah, pieces. The oh no, the they don't even need helmets. The girls don't even need helmets. They just need goggles, right. like you know, like right, uh, right. for playing squash or something. But I think a little better with a ball. That's a heavy ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's to protect your eyes. But you, but you're not going to get hit in the head with a stick. You shouldn't get hit in the head with a stick. Mm-hmm. So my daughter Grace says, "I don't understand. When are people going to realize that girls can be tough too?" That's right. And I was like, "She should play mm-hmm. on the boys team." I was like, uh, I didn't, I was like, I pretended I didn't hear. <laughs> Whoa, hold on. There's no answer to this. Why the you rules are so. You the ball on that one. Well, there's no answer My to this. Goodness. I think you need to follow up. What? I think you need to follow up. What? But there's no answer. What do I say? No, it's not an answer, but you can at least affirm that what she's saying is true. And it's an astute observation. So you're right. Well, I mean. The world does she, cater to women yeah. being overly delicate. Which perpetuates the stereotype, yeah. Yeah, well. You be as tough as you want to be. How about that? Any yeah, of those I, things would I, be fine. Yeah, I guess. I, it, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was just was like, she she was saying it very factual, like, yeah, this is stupid, because... Yeah. But was she trying to play the cross, too? I don't get it. No, but she was just commenting, because it was... I, I should, well, yeah, you're right. I mean, the, she's realized that women and girls are treated differently 
Mm-hmm. And of course, comes when it comes to sports, it's like she's a tough kid. I'm see. I'm, yeah. If you noticed, I'm very careful about saying this now as well. What? I'll say. I'll I'll say she's a very tough kid. A tough girl. Instead of saying a tough yeah, girl. No. Yeah. Instead of saying tough girl. I don't mm. like to say that to my daughter or my son. I won't say, "Hey, you're a really strong boy. You're a really smart girl," because it always it always comes out sounding like you're smart for a girl, and that's not what I mean. You're a smart kid. You're smart for your age. You're oh, strong yeah. for your age. Yeah. You're just strong. You're tough. You're awesome. You're not an awesome girl or a smart boy because boys are usually just dumb and strong. No. <laughs> right? Yeah. You're just you're just a smart kid. Tough kid. It's a tricky world we live in now. We have to figure out how to teach chivalry without it being sexist. It's not as not as uh Well, chivalry can just be a uh Unfortunately, chivalry is connotated with treating women differently. Why can't you just be chivalrous to everyone? Well, that's fine, but no, I think I think I think there's a I think there's a a merit to treating women in a different way when you're courting them, courting them, (laughs) or even even in a I I don't know I don't know what the right term here is, but uh, in in social settings, right? Even if you're not courting them, right? Uh, In (laughs) social engagements um i don't think there's anything wrong with it uh it doesn't mean yeah i don't don't know how to distinguish the two like you can still hold the door for a dude it's not gonna kill you and i do i mean (laughs) but i would i've never hold the car door i've never go out of my way to open a car door for a dude I don't do it as much as I should for my wife either. She I, don't, stuff I think sure that would be condescending. I, I don't know. Well, if I, I held the car door for my wife, she'd be like, what are you doing? I guess. But it depends. Uh, it depends on what. It's kind of like some people could receive it as, oh, what a nice gesture. You know, some people could receive it as, you think, <laughs> you think I got weak little arms or something? What's going on? Like, I don't know. Some kind of delicate flower. Like, what do you think your super sporty daughter will do to the first guy that holds a door for her? I hope she says thank you, and I want to teach her to say thank you. Oh, jeez. What? Teach her to be submissive? Like, I mean... No, it's not being I'm submissive. Saying, what That's do being you th- grateful what do you, for somebody what do being you, nice to her. What do you think that she would do without your intervention? Without you teaching her what to do if somebody holds the door, how do you think she would uh, That's it? a good question. I, I don't know. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I have no idea, to be honest. I mean, I, now, I, nothing, you know, she would just like, uh, she wouldn't even notice. But like, right. when you're talking 10 years from now, I don't know, six, eight yeah, years Yeah, and now? without the external influence for someone to tell you that it's nice to hold the door, if someone held the door for you, you'd be like, why did you open, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, maybe. if someone held a car, if someone opened a car door for me to get in, first I'd be like, uh, why are we driving? But second, <laughs> I'd say, why are we driving? What do you think? Well, I don't understand. Don't you have to open your own door? <laughs> like, are you getting in this side? You know, wouldn't your first instinct to be like, I thought you were driving. Aren't, isn't this the wrong side? <laughs> I thought you were driving. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. So we have to be taught this whole routine of, yes, it's very nice if they open it for you so that you can get in. So my son is taking uh, ballroom dancing lessons. That's adorable, but that goes both ways. They're together. It's not yeah. A, it's not a yeah. But they also learn some etiquette and stuff. I'm interested to see. But they both learn it. It's no, a, no, it's I get it. I get it. But okay, but but that typically is the men will lead the dance, right? Someone's got to lead. You can't both lead. That won't work. Trust me. Uh, yeah, I would probably let the women lead. I couldn't remember all the. <laughs> You lead. I don't know how to dance. See that? <laughs> I just. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Why? No, I don't. Yeah, it would be fine. Step, 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 step. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. When was the last time you went ballroom dancing with your Oops. wife? Uh, yeah. No. No. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting stuff. I think you'll have some fun with the ups and downs of uh, your awkward son and your uh, athletic daughter and. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I would say it was awkward. I just maybe he'll be the chivalrous one. I don't know. Uh, 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 it's gonna how do you f- teach? How do you teach a woman to be chivalrous? 
Because you, you already sort of sold be like, it as. What the heck? You holding the door for me open? I can get isn't, the door myself. But isn't that funny? What? Like, you you teach the boys how to do things for people, and you teach the girls how to accept the graciousness. <laughs> isn't that kind of absurd when you think about it? Uh, Your job isn't to do something for them. Your job is to <laughs> just be say thank you when they do things for you, and to be upset when they don't. That I don't like the second part of what you just said. I don't like I to be upset. I threw, I, yeah, I threw I that in there. Snuck that in there. Um, <laughs> because that 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 I think causes problems. It's like a, it's a you know it's a bill. With I think whenever you have an expectation of something, then you have a you're setting yourself up for a problem, right? And that expectation is that the guy is going to do this for me. You're setting yourself up to be disappointed because nobody's perfect, right? So people will not do things as you expect them to do. Well, and we generalize it into uh, they need to treat you right. You know, that short little phrase. Make sure they're treating you right. Yeah. And of course, what, is it, what does that mean? It's all the details that we're taught. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm going to teach. Uh, what I'll teach my kids. I, I'll try to teach them. I, see, that's my point is I'm going to try to teach them the same stuff. Right. If you want to hold the door for somebody, please go ahead. But if... If your girlfriend holds the door for you, you should have the same reaction. Because why can't they have the same relationship, right? If they happen to be on that side of the car, and she's driving, and she reaches out and pulls the door open for him, first of all, why are we driving? Second, <laughs> say thank you. I mean, and I would. I would say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First of all, you're grounded for going on a date in a car. Where were your bikes? Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this story is flawed get from the get rounded. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know. You're asking me these hard questions. I haven't figured out. Do I need to get him a tandem for his first date? Yeah. No, please. No, please. No. I don't want my son picking up his dates on bicycles. Not for your son, for my son. Oh yeah. Why you, not? Yeah. Why is there any shame in that? Could, they can walk somewhere. Like, it's okay to walk somewhere and they can't bike. What's the big deal? It's obsession with huge stretch limos for making the date more fancy. That's, <laughs> That's right. right. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's, how he, that's how he'll know if he found the one. All right. There's already Wait. a girl that wants to bike to school with him. Oh, yeah? Why, wh- yeah. What's, why hasn't it happened yet? Um, because they ignore each other. Well, it's, it's more like the girl's parents want them to bike to school together. Mm. Ah. And we did, and they they literally just kind of kept passing yeah. each other. It and is kind guys, of it is kind of funny <laughs> watching the young uh, different yeah. genders interact with each other. And it's ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. You have no idea what's going on. It's just funny to see yeah. like, and when one kind of like likes the other one, you can tell, but they like, right. they don't even know what that they do, and so they don't act right. like. We've even seen it like with my. Like in first grade and stuff, you're like that kid keeps bugging the heck out of my daughter because he likes her, not because he like doesn't like her. And just <laughs> you didn't call him out on it. You're not getting any Jimbo. Yeah, out of her right. face. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you need to work your game, buddy, because it stinks. And uh, yeah, maybe if you hold the door open once or twice here, you'd get right. somewhere instead of just trying to take her book from her. Right. Instead of slapping her in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I don't have no idea where we are on time, so let's just cue the music. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dads being dads podcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dads being dads podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter, too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.